the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Pat, you have only quite recently had surgery uh, in Dr. Veronica's right. uh, clinic, and I believe you, you mm-hmm. describe it, as do many, as life-changing. Absolutely, absolutely. The transformation is remarkable. Um, you just have to ask my husband, my family, my friends. Um, I'm like a completely different person. I'm like the the old young me, if you like. Um, Yeah, I I actually missed out, PJ, on about 10, 12 years of quality living um, since I had the mesh insert in 2010. Tell me about that. We'll go back to that. Why, Why did you have it done in the first place? Okay, well, prior to that, I had um, a subtotal, what they call a subtotal hysterectomy, where they removed the womb, but not the cervix. So not long after that, my vaginal walls prolapsed, and my bladder and my pelvic floor, I had no support in my pelvic floor. So I went to the consultant and she said, oh, we'll, we'll just do a very like small procedure. It'll only take 20 minutes, half an hour, and we will insert a sling. Um, and in my words, to hoist everything up. And I thought, great, that's wonderful. So you'd had this, you'd had this massive prolapse and you were told a, a short procedure and... I was told that the sling would be inserted just to lift everything up and hold everything in place. So I had that done in um, 2010, and then within about six months, my symptoms recurred, and uh, I went back, and I was referred back to the same surgeon again, and she did a second surgery two years later in 2012. So... After that, things symptoms re- recurred again, and I saw a consultant, and she said, "Look, your case is quite complex, so I feel I'm not qualified to deal with your situation. So I will refer you to a subspecialist, and a subspecialist is basically a specialist within a speciality. So that took another year for me to see him." And he examined me and he says, yes, you've got these problems, you've got the prolapse, etc. Um, he says, but what I need, I need to request your medical notes 
from the two operations that you had in 2010 and 2012. So he applied then to the, from the Antrim Trust to the Belfast Trust to get all my medical records. So I kind of ran back and forward to him for about two years. And the the result of that was, he said, um, look, there's nothing I can do for you. Your case is too complex. Um, we'll just refer you for clinical psychology to help you to manage the pain. Psychology. Yes, psychology to help to man- manage the pain. And Pat, tell me, tell me about the kind of pain you were going through, the kind of symptoms you had, what life was like in that situation. Yeah, gosh. Well, first of all, I, I was practically housebound, um, a practical recluse. I stayed at home all day, every day. Any appointments that I had, I cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. Couldn't go to the dentist, the hairdressers. Um, just didn't go out the door. Um, I had very deep buttock pain, very deep pelvic pain. Um, I had problems with intimacy. That just went out the window. Um, I had swelling in my legs. I had pain in both groins, radiating down both legs. I had I couldn't sleep properly. The pain it was like having two broken legs. Um, the pain would just wake me up during the night. It was excruciating. I could I literally could not stand and chop an onion. My back lower back pain was so severe. Um, my back went into spasm. I had very very painful hemorrhoids. I was I became very depressed. I can imagine why you would. You, you couldn't even go to the toilet properly. I couldn't go to the toilet properly, no. My, my, whole, my whole life was revolved around emptying my bowel, and, which was very unpleasant. I was sore. Um, I, I had suppositories. I, I used laxatives. I was on painkillers, which made me constipated. Um, then I was put on other medication for the depression, um, I just basically just wanted to go. Sorry, PJ, I'm a bit emotional. You were suicidal. Yes, and and I don't mind it, and I will admit this. That, um, yeah, I took I accidentally overdosed into yeah, right, and yes. ended up in hospital for a few days, and then in twenty eighteen. I at one of my appointments with the subspecialist, he had to call in the mental health team because I just I just didn't want to go on. I couldn't live anymore, and and, and the, nobody could see my pain. This pain was hid, hidden, yes. and you know it didn't just affect me. You know, my husband he had no life. You know, I couldn't be a sister. I couldn't be an auntie. You know, I have little grandnieces and great nieces and nephews that I, that I never saw. Um, all of my 50s, I lost a decade, 10, 12 years of my life, basically, stuck in the house and didn't want to live. And how did you come to hear about Dr. Well, Veronicus? Dr. Veronicus, wow. Well, do you know something, PJ? COVID, for me, was a double-edged sword. <laughs> Because I actually, after I was told that they couldn't do anything for me, 
here in Northern Ireland, I'd, I made a private appointment with a consultant in London. Mm-hmm. And I saw her in January 2020. My husband and I flew over. And then I received a letter from her in March of 2020 to say that the mesh needs to come out and that she would do a partial removal. Hmm. Right. So I, I really was none the wiser. And she recommended that I have a temporary ileostomy um, to see if that would help settle things down below. So I thought, well, well, I've no other choice. This is what I have to go for. And then COVID hit and it was locked down on the 20th of March, 2020. So that put everything on hold. So then I started to do research and I came across um, this magnificent lady called Mary McLaughlin from Mesh Ireland. And my word, I just owe her so much. I just cannot find the words to describe how brilliant she has been every step of the way. And, and I just consider her a real true friend. So anyway, I got in touch with Mary and then she told me about Dr. Veronica. So I started to look into him and I looked him up on YouTube. I looked up by articles that he'd published. And I thought, wow, you know, this, this surgeon has done over 2,000 full mesh removals. And, you know, he's so, so experienced and his skill set is off the charts. So anyway, it actually took June of 2020 until March of this year. And again, it was because of COVID restrictions that, Mm. you know, I tried on two occasions to get out to see him. But, you know, the the, the U.S. government put on travel restrictions, so I couldn't get out. But I finally managed. um, I spoke with Dr. Veronicus on on a video call and all he wanted, all he needed to know was um, the type of mesh that I had implanted. That's right. all he needed was the product number. Um, I was able to get that. I requested my medical records from the trust. I, my husband scanned them, sent them over to Dr. Veronica's, and he said, yes, I can remove this mesh for you. And when someone says that to you, after what you've been through? Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I knew the journey out PJ was going to be traumatic, and and it was. And Dr. Veronicus actually said to me um, um, when I was over there, he said, did you ever have any reservations about coming out to the United States? And I said, what do you mean, doctor? And he said, Oh, I mean, it's just such a long journey and you're just so poorly. And I said, well, put it this way, doctor. If I didn't come out to, to see you, I would rather be dead. <laughs> and, 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 and that was true, yeah. you know. And whilst the journey was very, very traumatic. Even getting there must have been agonising. It, well, it took me three three days to, to be able to walk straight <laughs> after I got there. It was grand. I flew out on the Monday, and that it took me to Thursday before I felt that, you know, it sort of came around a bit. Yeah. Um, I went in to see him. He did an examination. He was very gentle, 
very caring. He doesn't need scans or anything like that. He doesn't need anything like that, you know. Mm. And he just says, okay, we're going to do, you're going to have your operation on Saturday. So I went in for the operation. Now, whilst all mesh removals, PJ, are complex and difficult, the mesh itself, there's a bell, the belly of the mesh is, is the middle part. And that's probably the easiest part to remove. The difficult part is I had six arms coming out of the mesh embedded into the bones and the, the tissues and the pelvis. And I had an awful lot of severe scarring. Mm-hmm. So it took him over seven hours to get it all out in one piece. It's very hard to imagine the skills that something like that takes, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And he doesn't use scanners. I mean, he just follows the trajectory of the mesh itself. All he needs is the product code. Right. of the mesh that was implanted, and then he can take it from there. So, yes, he is a brilliant surgeon. Seven hours is a very long surgery. Uh, how soon after that did you begin to feel a change? Well, I was I was discharged after 24 hours from the hospital, which in itself was brilliant, back to the hotel. I had to stay a minimum of 10 days simply because Aer Lingus, that was their policy, that you couldn't fly home if you had surgery within the previous 10 days. So anyway, 10 days later, um, I flew home, but um, we missed our connecting flight from Chicago to Dublin, so I had to stay an extra night um, in Chicago. So it took 48 hours to get home, and I went straight to bed. bed. (laughs) And... I woke up and I was so pearly. I just felt I'm going to die. And then it turned out I tested positive for COVID. Oh, crikey. I just thought I'd be me up, Scotty. You know, I just felt so ill. I was. Forgive me for laughing, Pat. Forgive me for laughing. <laughs> And I just thought, well, yeah, well, I'm, I always said it, but I prefer to do my purgatory on this earth than the next earth. <laughs> so, so that 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 was that that actually took more out of me, I think, than the surgery. Um, I just felt rotten. I thought, oh my god, I don't, I don't want to have to go into hospital. So anyway, I had I had to take painkillers, which then made me constipated, and that was very painful. But my GP has been brilliant. And so about a week later, I turned a corner and I haven't looked back. All the fluid has gone from my legs. I've lost about 20 pounds in weight naturally without Mm. trying. I'm going to the loo like a normal person. Such joy. (laughs) (laughs) I know people take it for granted. You go to the toilet. Now that you have recovered from the surgery and recovered from COVID, you had the surgery in March, this is July, how are you now? I am 100% fabulous. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. I mean, you you couldn't make it up. You really couldn't. Dr. Veronica's actually performed like seven procedures within that one surgery. He took out the mesh in one piece he stitched everything up fixed everything up I don't have any incontinence I don't have any pain um, 
totally transformative. Totally transformative. How much do you want, Pat, for other women to be able to access Dr. Veronica? Wow. Well, I did listen to Catherine and Bernie. Yeah. And I just filled up because I just knew what these poor women are going through. Ideally, in an ideal world, oh gosh, we would love Dr. Veronica's to come to Ireland. You know, that, that, that would be the ideal scenario. Failing that, I do think that the governments, the, the health service, both north and south, should fund for women to go over there because it is worth it. Yeah. It's worth the travel. It's worth every, every second of it. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, I, I also would like, you know, more and more publicity to come out from this because I felt very, very isolated, you know, and, and it's great to bring it to public attention. Mm. Um, it would be lovely to have a centre that all women can connect and give advice. And When I first came across this story, or my team did, back yeah. around 2016, we spoke to a solicitor and at the time... The women weren't talking. Now they yes. are, and it's, I have to say, it's joy to hear them speak. Yes, yes, it, it, it is It is wonderful. I mean, Mandy, Mandy spoke, I listened to her speaking with you. That's um, right. She. You can hear the joy in her voice. She. She's like a different person. You know, we kept in touch. Mandy had her surgery done last September. Yes. And when she was over there, she gave me daily updates on what to do and, you know, what to bring into hospital and all the rest. And that was so helpful. Yeah. You know, all the tips and advice she gave me. And we've stayed in touch ever since and we've become good friends. We haven't met up yet, mm. um, but hopefully in the foreseeable. Hopefully. We'll all, it'd be lovely for us all to get together. And Pat, you know? lastly, I think there were women listening, living with pain, living with discomfort that have been too fearful up to now to ask any questions. Mm -hmm. If any of them are listening to us, what would you say? Oh, what would I say? Too fearful. Well, do you know something? If, if anybody wants to talk about anything, I'm very happy for me to give my advice okay. if anybody wants to contact me via whatsapp via phone or whatever the government down if you're talking about ireland as a whole yeah. or southern the woman in southern ireland um go go to their their tds you know um it would be good to to go as a group yeah you know, r rather than one person, you know, writing to, you know, if they could get together some way um, en masse, you know, um, just sort of, we've set the benchmark now. Indeed. Pat, it's wonderful to hear that you are so well after you having been so sick for, for so long. Yes, yes, I, I'm, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for being with me and for telling us your story. Oh, thank you so much. And as I say, as I say, PJ, if any lady wants to contact me just for a call, for a chat, um, please give them my number. We'll do that. And, and many thanks just once again to Mary, who's been fantastic, and Dr. Veronica's. Um, they, well, they've changed my life, and please, God, they will all these other women. Pat, thank you. 
All right. God bless. Thanks. Bye now. Quartz 96 FM. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.